It's Friday, December 1st, 2023. Welcome to episode 80 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler, back with you after Thanksgiving break. So if you've got one, open up that first advent calendar door and let's get caught up this week on the Alameda Postcast. The ferry wins a major grant to assist with electrification. The U.S. District Court upholds Alameda's rent control for Barnhill Marina. Alameda PD releases October's crime statistics. City Council approves renovations to the Veterans Memorial Building. Look for a parcel tax renewal on the ballot in March. The city looking for your input on the next phase of Estuary Park and Fernside Boulevard improvements. The Post heads to UCLA to address the California Senate. And a young Alameda filmmaker finds success with her very first project. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story, already the cleanest high-speed, high-capacity ferry fleet in the nation, the San Francisco Bay Ferry was just awarded a major grant to continue improvements in the area of electrification. The Federal Transit Administration is providing $16 million to assist with the electrification of ferry floats at Seaplane Lagoon, Main Street, and downtown San Francisco terminals. The floats are the floating structures that are part of the docking facilities. The float electrification project involves structural modifications to the passenger floats, procurement and installation of battery banks, grid connections, and installation of vessel charging equipment. Additional funding for the float electrification project will come from Regional Measure 1 bridge tolls and Alameda County's Transportation Sales Tax, Measure BB. WIDA has now secured roughly $117 million in funding from local, state, and federal agencies to implement its REEF, or Rapid Electric Emission-Free Ferry Program. This includes state and federal funding for system planning, new battery electric vessels, and shoreside infrastructure. For full details on the grant and the reef program, see alamedapost.com news. Staying on the water for a moment, all the way back in Episode 2 of the Postcast, we started covering the situation at Barnhill Marina, the eclectic collection of floating homes near the Posey Tube. In April of 22, in the wake of an ownership change and complaints of exorbitant rent increases at Barnhill, the City Council voted to extend Alameda's rent control program to the floating houses at Barnhill. In September of last year, Governor Newsom signed a bill into law that protected floating home marinas in Alameda, Contra Costa, and Marin counties from steep rental increases. Last December, Barnhill's new owners, Valley Investments Redwood LLC, challenged Alameda's rent stabilization law in federal court. In November, the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California confirmed the city of Alameda's rent control protections for houseboats and liveaboard vessels at floating home marinas. The court dismissed Valley's lawsuit with prejudice, determining that the city's rent control ordinance is, quote, drawn in an appropriate and reasonable way to advance a significant and legitimate public purpose, end quote. Bottom line, the residents of Barnhill Marina are now afforded the same protections against evictions and excessive rent hikes as any land-based tenant in Alameda. For full details on the court's decision, as well as a link to the complete court order, visit alamedapost.com slash news. The Alameda Police Department has released their crime statistics for the month of October, and once again, there's positives and negatives. Auto thefts remain by far the number one concern, with 137 reported for the month, an increase of 10 from September, but two below August's high of 139. A bright spot. Recoveries of stolen vehicles are up. October marked a six-month high, with 153 vehicles recovered. Catalytic converter thefts are up, with 10 reported. While that is an increase from August's low of two, it still remains substantially below earlier this year, where we saw 49 such incidents in May. Much of that drop can be attributed to arrests made that help shut down lucrative catalytic converter theft rings. Overall, calls for service dropped slightly, but reports taken rose almost 10 percent. October was a six-month high in arrests made, with 90. Of those, 87 were adults, three juveniles. 
The majority of those arrests, 52, were for misdemeanors with 38 felony arrests. APD did note that crimes were concentrated around South Shore Center and the Webster Corridor. For details and a link to APD's statistics, see alamedapost.com news. Let me give you a direct link to a fascinating tool, alameda.crimegraphics.com. This interactive map provided by the APD lets you search different crimes and different time frames. Kudos to APD for their user-friendly transparency. On November 21st, the City Council directed staff to add commercial kitchen and hardwood floor renovations to its Veterans Memorial Building Facility Improvement Plan. That plan runs through the 2031-2032 fiscal year. The building on Central Avenue was added to the National Register of Historic Places in 2007, 11 years after the city assumed control of the facility from the county. Since 2017, the city has spent over $800,000 on building maintenance and restoration. The new renovations are expected to cost $547,000 and include restoring the hardwood floors in the auxiliary auditorium and installing a commercial kitchen with the idea that a commercial kitchen would make the building more attractive as a host of special events. A point of contention is that the kitchen is one floor below the auditorium, making serving somewhat more difficult. This point was raised by Mayor Marilyn Ezzie Ashcraft, noting the arrangement would be an impediment to increased rentals. In the end, the motion passed on a 3-2 vote, with Mayor Ashcraft and Councilmember Malia Vela voting no. The $547,000 will come from the general fund and will be requested at a mid-year budget review. In other decisions, the Council accepted an update on the Oakland-Alameda Estuary Bridge project and rejected final passage of an ordinance amending and enhancing the Rent Control Capital Improvement Plan program and voted to have that item returned to Council at a future meeting. For full details on the November 21st meeting, see Karen Jensen's article at alamedapost.com news. When you read your primary ballot this coming March, you will see a renewal parcel tax measure from the Alameda Unified School District. The new measure is designed to combine, replace, and renew both measures B1 and A. The measure would not add any new taxes, but rather keep previous measures in place. For details and links, see alamedapost.com op-ed. City of Alameda asking residents to provide input on Phase 2 of Estuary Park and the Fernside Boulevard Traffic Calming Project. The Estuary Park online survey provides concept drawings and designs for the playground and other amenities for Phase 2 and asks residents to identify which they prefer. Input will help the city plan this new phase. Dog owners and pickleball players, you might want to pay attention to this one. For the Fernside Boulevard Traffic Calming and Bikeways project, there will be an in-person community workshop at Edison Elementary on Monday evening, December 4th, and an online virtual workshop the following Monday. For maps and links, see alamedapost.com news. For some time now in our newsletter, our publisher Adam Gillett has been writing about the potential detrimental effects of the misleadingly named California Journalism Protection Act. Essentially, it's an attempt to get tech companies to pay publishers when articles are shared. Unfortunately, it provides little to no benefit to small news outlets like The Post. On Tuesday, December 5th, Adams travels to L.A. to testify before the California Senate Judiciary Committee at an informational hearing entitled The Importance of Journalism in the Digital Age. Also on the docket, the president of Google's news division and the president of the L.A. Times. I look forward to what Adam has to say after this important hearing. Most high school grads head off to college after enjoying the summer. Alameda High graduate Annika Jensen took a different path. She decided to take a gap year, and to explore an interest in filmmaking, she attended a summer workshop at the San Francisco Film School and shot a short film here in Alameda, Missing You, a teen mental health story inspired by her questioning her dogged pursuit of high grades. With her teacher's encouragement, she submitted it for consideration to 20 film festivals. 
Missing You took second prize in the Young Directors category at the Inner City Short Film Festival of Los Angeles and honorable mention for Best Child Actor. It also received a special mention at the Global Shorts Film Festival. It's a fascinating story. And you can follow Annika's path at alamedapost.com slash features. If you're out and about for holiday traditions, you might even encounter Annika at the Dickens Fair. I went there this last weekend. What a great way to kick off Christmas. Always like to pass along my hidden gem finds. This one takes us slightly off island. Yeah, we've got breweries, wineries, and distilleries in Alameda, but we don't have a cidery for that. Head to San Leandro's Blindwood Cidery, open Friday through Sunday, right near the Oyster Bay Park entrance. They're making some great artisanal ciders there, and it's a nice place to get away from the hustle and bustle of the season. Don't forget, until the end of the year, your donation to the Alameda Post goes twice as far, thanks to Newsmatch, who will match your donation to the Post dollar for dollar. Ensignal High School Drama presents their fall production this weekend, Clue, based on the cult classic movie adaptation of everyone's favorite whodunit board game, Friday and Saturday night, and a Saturday matinee. Details on Ensignal Drama's Facebook page. AlamedaPost.com slash events for a guide to everything going on in Alameda this weekend. Some quick highlights. Food Bank players present a Christmas carol at First Congregational Church this weekend. Little Flippers class for kids age 5 to 12 at the Pacific Pinball Museum Saturday morning. Blighted Yacht Parade is Saturday evening, and this year we look to have good weather. Downtown Alameda offering the hot cocoa stroll on Saturday. And don't forget the Alameda Point Antiques Fair on Sunday, so plan your travels accordingly. Many, many more events at AlamedaPost.com slash events. Thank you for supporting local news for Alameda. Join us as a member, alamedapost.com slash memberships. Remember, you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Mastodon, Threads, Blue Sky, as well as our own subreddit. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel on Apple News. Find the postcast wherever you get your podcasts or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler. I'll be back next Friday with episode 81 of the Alameda Postcast. <laughs>